In this episode, we're going to talk about the five reasons why now is the right time to buy a house. I am Darren. I'm Catherine. And this is Real Estate, Money, and Marriage Podcast. Catherine, here is an article from thestreet.com. Yes, you should buy a house this year. Five reasons why now is the right time to buy a house. Do you agree with the title? Yep. All right, so let's go through this and see what we agree with, maybe what we don't agree with. So five reasons why now is the right time to buy. Mortgage rates are finally falling across the fruited plains. Ooh, very poetic. Rates 5.6% range for 30-year fixed. Is that what you're seeing? What are our buyer clients getting for rates right now? Okay, I said 5.6. Yeah. That's a little bit lower than what I would have thought. My last buyer locked in at 6.5. That was a week or two ago. So maybe they've come down since then. Okay. Couple that with declining home prices and an uptick in the residential real estate inventory. And it looks like the great American home buyer finally has leverage after two years of home sellers calling the shots. Well, I would say home prices have declined off the peak, but year over year, what have you been seeing? Year over year, some towns, like January 2023, some towns are up a little bit from last year. and They're up. And some are down a little bit. I'm not really seeing like a really across the board trend. Things just got a little messy the last half of last year. Yeah. So off the peak, and maybe we need to do an episode on this because I don't think we did. Off the peak of, what was it, April? April, May 2022. Yeah. So off the peak, yes, there's a decline, but I like to look at year over year because not only are real estate markets secular, they're seasonal in their cycle. So January is going to be more like January than January is going to be more like July. Does that make sense? Yeah. So prices went down like June through December, but yeah, I like year over year too, because that's a good way to make sure that the little changes you're seeing aren't seasonal. Okay. So this is maybe a national article, not what we see in our markets that we operate in. 2023 will be better for buyers, said mortgage broker Alex Karras. As the Federal Reserve keeps interest rates at the current levels, the buying market will start to open up more, reducing competition for existing home prices. Well, just a little side note on that. The Fed controls those interest rates, but they don't control mortgage rates. So there's some correlation, but there's not causation. And I'm not sure when this article came out, but the Fed already moved it up a quarter point. So we'll see how that continues to play out this year. Construction woes brought up by the supply chain. I kind of forgot about that, honestly, the supply chain issues. Yeah, still issue, still an issue. Though. Yeah. But it was bad. You forgot, not because it's over, but yeah. because we just stopped talking about yeah, we, it. Yeah, we couldn't get lumber. I mean, yeah. We couldn't get appliances. We couldn't get chips for our cars. So it was bad. I'm sure it's much better. Couldn't get chips for our cars. Couldn't get potato chips at the store. Could, yeah, it was bad. All right. So now maybe we're getting into, I don't know if we've gotten into the five years. Probably starting here. So buyers are getting an edge. Those are the macro reasons. Gotcha. All right. So here's the five realities. Let's get into this finally. Mega high prices are a thing of the past. The price climbing that we saw in 2020 and 2021 has hit a plateau, says Guaranteed Rate Mortgage Senior Advisor President Jennifer Beeston. 
It took a good chunk of 2022 for many sellers to realize that 2021 is long gone and they needed to be more realistic with pricing and condition of their home. I 100% agree with that. Well, actually, I don't think it took a long time for sellers to get that. I think they understood that right away because here's why I think they understood that. They were also buyers. Mm -hmm. And they didn't want to pay. The rates. They saw what their affordability was. They didn't want to pay the prices along with Mm -hmm. the rates. Yeah. So I think it adjusted actually pretty reasonably. I think so too. I mean, we saw in our area, prices came down about 15% from April to about September. And then they didn't really continue to go down much in most towns. They just kind of held steady. And that was because of the pretty big interest rate increase from April to about September. Yeah. And I guess I'm thinking back to 07, 08, 09, where sellers really dig their heels in and Mm go, no, this is the price that I want. Maybe because that's had more to do with price than interest rates. I mean, there were a lot of differences between now and then. Big differences, yeah. So in addition, buyers see a return to a more balanced market in 2023. Now buyers actually can get inspections and can negotiate prices. This wasn't the case with the drama of 2022. Let's talk about that for a second. Because not only in our market, well, I'll have you speak to that in a moment. Not only in our market, but I see in other markets, like I saw in New Jersey, an agent saying we had 120 showings on one of our listings this week. Jeez. So I'm seeing multiple offers. What's your take on what's happening in our markets? I'm seeing, I mean, that's an insanely high number of showings. If I were a seller, I wouldn't want that many showings. I'd be like, that is a lot of strangers going through my house. So that's a lot. I've seen and heard about like a little bit of that. Definitely seeing some multiple offers, seeing some wave contingencies. But also, just this past week, I got a offer accepted for some buyers that didn't only have an inspection contingency, it also had a home sale contingency, which is not something that would have happened in the first half of 2022. From reading this article or other headlines, I would say proceed with caution on what you're hearing about like, oh, it's so great. Buyers, you're in the driver's seat. I don't know if that's 100% true. You might be in for a rude awakening if you go out there and go, I'm going to put an offer in for 10% below. I'm just seeing a little bit of everything. I'm seeing it doesn't all look like a buyer's market. It doesn't all look like a seller's market. It's not extreme in either way. So I think it probably comes down to like pricing is more important than ever and also As a seller, if you're going to list your house, presentation is really important as well. All right. Number two is the Federal Reserve is hitting the brakes. The U.S. Fed is slowing down its policy of substantial interest rate increases that were prevalent in 2022. Again, that's correlation, not causation. Mortgage rates don't have anything to do with what the Fed does. Well, I guess we'll see the next time the Fed gets together and what they do if they're actually going to stop increasing or if we're just saying... Instead of going up half a point, we're only going to go up a quarter point. So we'll see. Next is the pandemic is over. Buyers will have an opportunity to negotiate again in 2023 and even more. And so in 2024, we're likely going to see some distressed sales and sellers will need to become more realistic, said Pulse International Realty founder, Rena Clote. The spike in home prices is not sustainable. 
and was in direct correlation to the pandemic. During the dark days of the pandemic, there were many desperate and emotional purchases. What's your take on that quote from Rena? Maybe, maybe, sure. There's a lot of movement, a lot of people moving away from work, maybe even closer to work because they felt like they could get a deal or something. I would say I would slightly disagree with there will be distressed sales because unless you bought in the last year, maybe 18 months, you have a lot of equity. Yeah, I'm not sure what to make of this at all because I'd have to go back and look at the sales, but I don't think we set record number of sales. No, because inventory was really, really low. Right. So there were still more sales taking place in a different point in time in history. I can't say exactly when, but that was part of our problem last year is we just didn't have a lot of inventory. So anytime a house was listed, there were just way more buyers. Yeah. So what did she say here? There was many desperate and emotional purchases. I actually think it's because people weren't moving. Yeah. Yeah. I guess I didn't really fully follow that. I didn't feel like it was a lot of desperate and emotional unless it was in direct response to what the market was doing. I mean, I'm going to have to, I'm sick and tired of writing offers every single weekend and not getting any. So yeah, after a while you get desperate and emotional, but that was just a year ago. Yeah. I'm just not sure about this being, seems like a bad take because people weren't moving. That's what was causing the increase. And we still have a shortage of inventory. That's still a problem mm -hmm. across the board. Yeah. So again, like my biggest issue with that is distress sales. Yeah. There's not a lot of people who are upside down right now. And if you are upside down, it's probably because you bought in the last year and hopefully you're not already thinking about moving. The next one is changing residential market tastes. While single family homes will continue to be popular, the U.S. condo market will return in full swing. Life as we knew it seems to be returning that is drawing people back to urban dwelling, especially with condo living. Condo prices are now also more affordable or negotiable than single family residents. Again, I say remains to be seen. There are deals. We did see that happening a lot because it seemed like this will be how quickly are people willing to forget about the pandemic because people didn't want to be in elevators. They didn't want to be walking down the hallway of their neighbors. So we will see how people feel about condos in downtown urban areas. There's other situations going on in a lot of cities, though. Yeah. Well, like people are moving out of them. Um... Businesses. Businesses are moving out of them. Yeah. Yeah. So that you don't have to go into work. Oh, the office building isn't even downtown anymore, so I don't even need to go down there. My two cents would, again, be a little all over the place because I feel like in the last six or eight months, we've had some good success with condo sales. And my theory is just because interest rates went up. So a lot of home buyers who are maybe looking in the four to 500 range turned into, they morphed into condo buyers looking in the three to 350 range just because they couldn't afford a single family house anymore. So I feel like if anything, condos were helped over the past few months because they're um, oftentimes more affordable. We did have one that stuck on the market, and that was in September, October, when interest rates were at their very highest. So again, seeing kind of everything across the board. Yeah. All right. So then finally, the last one, strong signals from the stock market. Across the U.S., there seems to be a general sigh of relief the worst has passed. Inflation has peaked, interest rates have peaked, and home prices have peaked for now, says Allegren Real Estate Managing Director Jared Anton. 
The stock market, notably tech-heavy NASDAQ, has been a significant rebound thus far in 2023, which instills a certain level of confidence in the consumer. Again, I'm going to look up what the uh, S&P 500 is doing. It's up 0.22% today. I think I saw something earlier that was about to end its lowest week. Yeah, so five days, it's down over the last five days, 0.71%. So it's going to end it on a negative this week since the beginning of the year. So again, how old is this article? Maybe just a week changes people's perspective really quickly. This article, February 5th. So yeah, I just think that I've just seen a lot of layoffs being mentioned in the media. And I don't know if that's a good sign or a bad sign. Like do investors go, oh, great. Facebook is laying off 12,000 people. So that's good. They're cutting costs there and then investors get in. Possibly. It seems like the stock market has been down and up and down and up. It has definitely not been a straight up. So I'm not seeing a lot of strong signals in the stock market. I mean, slight disagreement with that one as well. But similarly, I would say like predictions. If you listen to one expert, they predict one thing. If you listen to another expert, they predict another thing. So it's just really hard to put a finger on this market right now. And I think the best thing we can do is just be observant and just stay really true to what makes sense for you. Don't sell just because you think it's a good time. Don't buy just because you think it's a good time. Yeah, I can agree with the general idea that this year will be a good time to buy. But some of their specifics and their reasoning why, I think they're wrong. I would give this article like a C minus or D plus <laughs> on their thought process and their reasoning behind things. But maybe we'll do one of our own five reasons in the near future of why now is a good time. Well, me to too. I immediately agreed with the headline just because I almost always agree with that headline that, yes, it's a good time to buy. I would have said the same thing a year ago, even though prices were higher in most areas. Certainly in April of last year, prices were higher. Interest rates were 3%. So yeah, it's a good time to buy. But then there's more to that question as well. Do you own yet? Are you renting? It's a good time to stop renting and buy something. If you already own and you're going to buy and sell, then I wouldn't worry so much about your timing because you'll benefit from one end of what you're doing and the other one maybe won't be so good. It evens out. One last thing I'll point out in this, because we saw this happen in 2010, 11, 12, 13. So starting to see rent prices might be dropping right now. And we know that home prices are kind of doing whatever, they're mm -hmm. stable, let's say. But I felt like a lot of renters didn't go by because they started seeing home prices creep back up while rents were low or lowering. So like, well, I don't want to get in on those high home prices because my rent's still low. Yeah. So then they get trapped because the two are like, I think, on a parallel train. If you're like, oh, my rent's low, so I don't want to buy. Okay, well, then your rent's going to go up the next time you sign the lease. And then you're going to look over at home prices and they're going to be up. And you're like, well, I don't want to buy now because home prices are up. So I guess I'll resign this lease. And then you're always just kind of stuck. And that's where my immediate answer was when you said, do you agree with the headline was yes. Because I just tend to think like if you are renting, 
we could talk all day about what your rent is and what it will be and what home prices are and what they will be. But the sooner you get in, the sooner you get to start paying down your mortgage. You get to lock in your price. You get to lock in your interest rate. And then if interest rates go down, you get to refinance and lower your payment, sometimes by hundreds of dollars. But if you wait and continue to pay rent for another year or two or three or longer, you're just delaying one of the really good benefits of owning a home, which is paying down your mortgage. Thanks for listening to the Real Estate Money and Marriage Podcast with Catherine and Darren. And when you're ready, here's four things that you can do right now. Number one, make sure you're subscribed to this show, whether you're watching or listening. If you're watching, you can also click the like button, click the thumbs up button. Number two, if you're a first-time homebuyer, get a free guide, seven costly mistakes homebuyers make. Visit costlymistakeshomebuyersmake.com. Number three, if you're selling your home, get access to our Get Sell Ready Guide and Checklist. It'll show you how to get your home ready without spending a fortune or wasting your nights and weekends updating and remodeling your home, visit GetSellReady.com. And number four, start a smart moves conversation with us. Get clarity about what to do next, get your questions answered, your concerns taken care of, and an action plan customized to your timeline. You can schedule a call with us at SmartMovesCall.com or start a chat with us. Visit M.me slash person your group.